Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. The latest spring runoff forecast expects some flooding in southeastern Saskatchewan, but no significant damage. Patrick Boyle with the Water Security Agency says most of the province is looking at near-normal spring runoff, except for the southeast and areas west of Hudson Bay. He expects out-of-channel flows in the southeast, but no major damage unless conditions change significantly. Right now, according to our March forecast here, most of the province is expected to see a near-normal spring runoff, with the exception of the uh, southeastern portion of, of Saskatchewan and areas west of Hudson Bay, where uh, some above-normal flows is, is what we're looking at so far. How far in the southeast are we talking about as an area of concern? You know, we're looking at that area, you know, above normal in that Estevan region, if you kind of have a band going up to the border there. And then as you go to more to the southeastern corner, you get into the well above normal uh, areas there. So there's kind of the two areas of concern as a whole is that extreme southeast corner of the province where uh, we've had above normal snowfall and it was a, a pretty wet and saturated normal, uh, uh, wetter than normal fall uh, moisture can so looking at that, it's it's creating above normal runoff potential and uh, some of that heaviest snowpack is located below Rafferty and Alameda Reservoirs and near the Manitoba border. So generally that's also an area that was wetter than normal at freeze up in uh, uh, last fall. So unless conditions really turn here in, in our favor leading up to and during the spring now, we're, we're looking at a well above normal flows expected in that area. So uh, that's kind of certainly the the region that we're watching right now. And then the other would be above normal area around Hudson Bay uh, in the uh, north uh, east part of the province. What impact will the recent snowstorm this week have? You know, the snowstorm that we saw just recently, it's not having too much impact on uh, those areas. Uh, majority of that snowstorm was, and the issues created were, were due to the, uh, uh, the the winds and moving snow around and creating drifting. So really, uh, most areas around that border area in the southeast saw between 10 and, and uh, 20 centimeters of snow, generally speaking, uh, according to Environment Canada. So we're, we've been watching that. What it'll do is maybe add a little bit to those areas, but it would take a, a number of events like that to really change the picture on spring runoff so one event you know uh, isn't going to move things a whole lot the snow there wasn't uh, the heavy wet spring snow was still pretty uh, wasn't a whole lot of uh, water equivalent in in the snowfall so we don't expect huge changes because of that event so what amount of flooding are you expecting if you are you expecting flooding you know, it's a little too early to say uh, with any certainty about flood uh, events in any particular area, but based on our current conditions and if we look at our, our normal or average conditions going forward, we're going to see some above normal flows in the lower Suris Basin in that southeast corner and kind of near the Red Deer River Basin west of Hudson Bay. So we could see some uh, issues there where uh, potentially out-of-bank flows, but uh, it'll, it, a lot of it's going to depend on how that melt comes off. And, and what that looks like because we know the ground's saturated and we've had a pretty significant snowpack. So uh, how that melts and how, you know, that warm weather, if we get a flash of hot temperatures, that could create some issues. But, you know, on the other side of things, if we get that snow, uh, slow and gradual melt, it uh, uh, also could uh, improve the situation a little bit. But uh, certainly that's the area we're watching right now. So 
sort of sounds like significant flood damage is not expected at this time. Not at this time. We're not we're not looking at uh, a significant uh, flood event and, and damages uh, at this point. So you know, obviously the situation can change as we found out reports of people taking off their winter tires in March, and uh, we got taught a lesson on that. So March can still bring more snowfall. So we're going to continue to watch that. And you know, we have the opposite end of the spectrum in the southwest where uh, runoff is underway or it's partially complete in a lot of areas. So, you know, it's a pretty diverse uh, picture this year with the east versus the west side of the province. So what are you looking at for the Saskatchewan River system? So the mountain snowpack uh, is currently near normal. and The conditions are expected to be near normal throughout the, the system over there over the next six months. So uh, over normal conditions moving forward, uh, we expect Lake Diefenbaker to be around its near normal levels uh, by the end of May. Currently, it's above normal for this time of year. And uh, we believe by the end of May, we'll return back to where we have been. So uh, certainly, we're looking at a near normal situation in the mountains there. So and and uh, you know they still could get more snowpack there as well. So we'll be watching that going forward, and we don't see a lot of that melt coming off until June. And the reservoirs look relatively good. Uh, they will be replenished, I understand, in the southeast. Yeah, you know, uh, that's kind of on the reservoirs what were below normal in 2016. Uh, there's a few uh, Nickel Lake uh, boundary. We're expecting them to be replenished by the snow melt and the runoff there. So that, uh, well, we saw the below normal or near normal runoff uh, is expected in a large portion of the province. Most of the water supply reservoirs were at or above normal levels in the fall of 2016. So because of that, a lot of the surface water supplies uh, across the province, we expect them to be adequate uh, in 2017 so uh, that's that's uh, on the other end things that's a positive from having a, a pretty saturated fall. Patrick Boyle is with the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency. There are a number of stories and concerns being raised this winter by farmers who have issues with grading, pricing or delivery at the country elevator. The National Farmers Union wants to compile some of those stories in a producer survey. Ian Robson farms near Source, Manitoba, and is an NFU regional coordinator. Well, we've been uh, hearing uh, where farmers have uh, have taken samples to elevators and then taken the truck loaded and uh, have come with uh, you know different uh, results than what they were expecting. And uh, we want to uh, get to the bottom of of these stories. Uh, we're asking farmers to tell their story at selling grain particularly around grading. Robson was asked if some types of grain are bigger issues than others. In wheat, there's quite a lot of grades, and so it's maybe more prevalent there, but you also notice it with barley and uh, and all kinds of other crops, you know, oats. Canola is pretty much straightforward. You've either got a, a number one or you've got a little bit of extra green sample, but uh, canola is pretty easy, but... Uh, some of the other uh, crops have grading issues when it comes to the elevator. Robson says the Canadian Grain Commission has a mandate to protect farmer interests, and the survey results would identify problems and promote potential solutions. From one elevator to another, the same sample can look uh, different to different people, but uh, the Canadian Grain Commission is currently uh, under review. The Canadian Grain Commission sets grades, and that is a, a right that farmers fought long and hard to get that Canadian Grain Commission agency to uh, establish grades and uh, sell grain fairly. Robson outlines the farmer survey. Well, we want to be able to represent uh, farmers in regard to uh, grading 
of grain and what are their experiences in dealing with the uh, selling grain. So there are some good questions on there. Uh, people are welcome to have a, a look at it. The link is on the uh, on the press release, and it will be on the NFU uh, website. Ian Robson farms near Souris, Manitoba, and is a regional coordinator with the National Farmers Union. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 450 at 492.02. Oats declined 3 cents at 169.91. Number one red spring wheat went up $1.85 at 235.23. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.82. Feed barley 134.14. Flax 468.96. Yellow peas 306.49. Feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up three and a quarter cents a bushel at five thirty-seven and three quarter cents a bushel. And now the latest livestock report. This is the market report for the Cinnaboya livestock auction for the week of March 9th. We didn't have a sale in the Cinnaboya this week, but it was Waven's turn. At that sale, D1 and 2 cows sold from 90 shock a pound, D3 sold from 70 to 90 cents, Good Butcher Bull sold from 95 to $1.05. Steers four to five hundred pounds, uh, averaged two dollars and sixteen cents a pound, and sold up to two thirty-four. Five hundred to five hundred fifty pound steers averaged two dollars and thirteen cents a pound, sold up to two twenty. Five fifty to six hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and one cents a pound, and sold up to two dollars and twelve. Six to six hundred fifty pound steers averaged a dollar eighty-nine, sold up to two dollars and six cents. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged a dollar eighty-two, sold up to a dollar ninety. Eight to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar sixty-nine, sold up to a dollar eighty. Eight to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar sixty, sold up to a dollar sixty-four. And steers over nine hundred pounds averaged a dollar fifty-four, sold up to a dollar fifty-eight. Now, depending on weight, heifers are about fifteen to twenty cent back from the steers. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting. And now the latest livestock, the latest pork report. Ham sold 5,000 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 170 to 172 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in the range of 170 to 172 per CKG. Number one sales delivered to Winnipeg this week will sell in the range of 59 to 66 dollars per CKG live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady, while lean hogs are trading mixed in the Canadian dollar is down 12 basis points, trading at 0.7399 cents US. Cash hogs yesterday were down 38 cents per hundred weight, while the cutout was down 60. Five cents per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $23 per head black. Hog supplies are expected to grow to 6.7% more than year-ago levels during the summer months as several U.S. producers are increasing production in preparation for two new packing plants opening up. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on the source 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, wind north 20, the high minus 16, the wind chill minus 28. Clear tonight, the low minus 28, the wind chill minus 37. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, light snow beginning in the afternoon, high minus 15, the wind chill minus 37 with winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the low minus 20. Saturday, clearing, the high minus 13, the low minus 19. 
Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 12, the low minus 19. Monday, sunny, the high minus 6, the low minus 11. Tuesday, sunny, the high plus 1, the low minus 6. Wednesday, sunny, the high plus 5. Normal high is minus 2, the normal low minus 13. The sun rose at 725 this morning. It sets at 653 p.m. Around the province, Estevan minus 17, Saskatoon minus 21, Swift Current minus 17, Weyburn minus 18, Yorkton minus 22. In Regina, sunny minus 17, that's plus 1 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest to 22, the wind chill minus 27, humidity 60%, barometer rising 104.1. Ice crystals in Moose Jaw, minus 17, north-northwest at 17. Once again, Regina, sunny minus 17, that's 1 above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.